The first four Mishnahis of the Perek discussed what was done with the money of the Trumas Halishka. What were the first priorities, and if there was any leftover money, what else was spent with that? This Mishnah now goes on to the Mesar HaKatoyres, the leftover, the extra part of the Katoyres, which was the mixture of spices, which had to be offered on the Mizbeach twice a day. And at the beginning of the year, from Rosh Chodesh Nisan, they would make a large mixture of the spices, which weighed in total 368 money altogether. And every single day of the year, they would offer on the Mizbeach one money, half a money in the morning, half money in the afternoon. And in the Jewish year, which follows the lunar months, the, the moon and not the sun, there are 354 days in the year. As long as there is no leap year, there's no Adar Shani which is added. Which means that at the end of the year, there would be 14 money of the Keturis left over. On Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol takes a couple of handfuls of the Keturis, so there would be slightly less than 14 money left over, only 13 and a half money. Be as it may, when it comes to Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the f- after that year is finished, just like all other public korbanos need to be bought from the new Trumas Halishka, and you can't continue using that which was used in the previous year, so too when it comes to the Keturis. But if so, then you run into a problem. Because if the following year is, let's say, a leap year, so there's another month of, let's say, 29 days. But if you can only use that year's Keturis, then you'll only have 14 monet left over, but not 29. And you need 29 extra that year. And even without that problem, you've got another problem, which is just what to do with the leftover Keturis of the previous year. To sell it to individuals would be considered a disgrace. Therefore asks the Mishnah, Moisar HaKeturis, the leftover Keturis at the end of Adar, before the new year begins, what would they do with that leftover Keturis? They would separate from the Trumas Halishka, from the Shkolem, the amount which will be paid to the people who make the mixture of the Keturis. Their wages are taken from the Shkolem. So once they've designated that amount of money, they redeem that Keturis onto the money which was designated as the wages, so meaning the sanctity and the holiness which was contained within the Keturis is now transferred to the money. So now, now that money actually has the holiness and the sanctity, but the Keturis is no longer considered to have that holiness, and therefore that can now be given, they give the Keturis to the workers who made the Keturis, as their wages, and then they go back and buy the Keturis from those workers using money from the new contributions of the Shkalim. The reason why they did it in this way and they didn't just redeem it straight away or simply sell it for other Keturis was because this was considered more of a dignified and honored way and method for the sake of the Beis HaMikdosh. Now the second half of the Mishnah tells us that in if the new Shkalim contributions came in its right time, Meaning, when your Shchodesh Nisan arrived, there are enough Shkolim to provide for the Keturis, and the same would apply to really all of the public Korbanos. Then, they would buy this leftover Keturis from the previous year, from the money of the new Truma, the new Shkolim contribution, as we described above. But if not, what happens if there are not enough Shkolim to buy that Keturis? They hadn't yet arrived before Shchodesh Nisan. Although this was very rare, it could happen that by Shchodesh Nisan there wasn't enough Shkolim. So in that case, when Haishana, they would be forced to buy the Keturis back using the previous year's Shkolim, and that is only if they actually sold the Keturis and did this whole process. If they hadn't started redeeming it onto the money, 
giving it to the workers, etc., then they would actually just continue bringing the previous year's Ketores because nothing they can do. They haven't yet got the New Year's Shkolim. Mishnah the next three Mishnahs discuss what is done with the money and the possessions which are designated by individual people to the Beis HaMikdosh. And this Mishnah is very similar to the previous Mishnah because it discusses somebody who Hamakdish Lechosov, somebody who designates his possessions to the Beis HaMikdosh. And in general, it is assumed that if somebody doesn't specify for what exactly it's going to be used, it is assumed that he is designating it to the Bedek Habayis, which refers to the things which are done to upkeep the Beis HaMikdosh and keep it running, you know, its daily use. So among the possessions which he designated, among them were things which are fitting to be brought as public sacrifices. And in this Mishnah we're specifically discussing Keturis, because other things such as animals and wine and oil, that will be discussed in the coming Mishnahis. But this Mishnah is discussing when there was Keturis, or spices, which can be used for Keturis amongst this person's possessions. So as the Mishnah, they can be given to the workers who make the Keturis as their wages, and then, similar to the previous Mishnah, they would use the new Shkolim, that current year's Shkolim, to buy back the Keturis from the workers. Rabbi Akiva, that is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. So the difference between what we said in the previous Mishnah and the process which is used now is that in the previous Mishnah, they would first redeem the Keturis onto money. Just like in general, when you redeem and you take the sanctity away from something, you need to put it onto something else tangible. So we learned in the previous Mishnah that they would transfer the sanctity from the Keturis onto money. Now Rabbi Akiva is saying over here that you don't even need to transfer it onto money. In this case, you do not need something tangible, rather the wages, that's enough. Not the physical coins themselves, but rather the sanctity is transferred to the wages and then they would buy back the Keturis using the Shkola money in the same way as you learned in the previous Mishnah. The only difference is the first stage, whether you need to redeem it onto something tangible, or it's enough that just the actual work of the people who are doing the Keturis, it's redeemed onto their work. Rabbi Akiva learns from a Pasuk, but nevertheless, Omar ibn Azab, and as I said to Rabbi Akiva, Enohi Amidah. That is not the measure which we learned in the previous Mishnah. In the previous Mishnah, we learned a different method. Ben Azai disagrees with how Rabbi Akiva learned that Pasuk, and he says that in this case as well, one needs to go through exactly the same process as in the previous Mishnah, and first redeem it onto money, tangible physical money, and not just onto the act of working, the act of making the Keturis. Rather, they separate from the possessions which were designated. They separate a certain amount of money as the wages for the workers. And then they redeem the Keturis onto that money. And then they give the Keturis to the workers as their wages. And then they go back and buy the Keturis from them using the new current year's Shkolem, as we learned in the previous Mishnah. Mishnah is that although many things which are designated for Hekdash can be redeemed, pretty much anything which is designated to the Bedek Habayis can be redeemed, meaning you can transfer that sanctity onto money or something else, and then that item will lose its sanctity, and you'll be able to use it for your own benefit. However, animals which are designated to the Beis HaMikdash, even if they are designated to the Bedek Habayis, meaning not as Korbanis, but for the general upkeep of the Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaMikdash treasury to maybe sell it and use that money to run the Beis HaMikdash. That all is when it comes to animals, once an animal is designated to Hekdash, it needs to be bought as a korban. That's considered the best use, the ultimate use of Hekdash. And as well as that, even when it comes to bring it as a korban, if it is possible to bring it as a korban oila, then it needs to be bought as a korban oila. The reason being that a korban oila is totally burnt on the Mizbeach. 
none of it is eaten, so that is considered the best form, the ultimate way of using the animal, bringing it as a carbon oila. However, only a male animal can be brought as a carbon oila. Says the Mishnah, Matish Lachasov, one who designates his possessions to the Beit Hamikdash, and among his possessions was an animal which was fitting to be brought as a carbon on the Mizbeach. And let's say there were lots of animals, Zacharim and Kevais, there were some male animals and there were some female animals. Rebeliezer says, Rebeliezer is of the opinion that the regular intention of a person when he designates something to the Beit Hamikdash is to designate it to the Bedek Habayis. For the Beis Hamikdash to decide what to do with it in the running of the Beis Hamikdash, so together with all of his other possessions, which obviously can't be bought on the Mizbeach, so he intends the Beis Hamikdash to sell those and use that money for whatever they need to do. So also when it comes to animals, according to Rebeliezer, his intention is for it to be designated to the Bedek Habayis. Now since he didn't designate it as a carbon, it can't just be brought as a carbon straight away, because he designated it for other uses of the Beis Hamikdash. On the other hand, we learnt that any animal which is designated to the Beis HaMikdash, even to the Bedek Habayis, needs to ultimately be brought on the Mizbeach. So what should you do? Says Rebbe Yezer, Zacharim, the male animals, they should be sold to those people who need a carbon oila. If somebody is looking to bring a carbon oila as an offering to the Beis HaMikdash, so this animal will be sold to them, and they would bring that as a carbon oila. So the animal which was designated to the Beis HaMikdash reached its ultimate use of being brought as a korban, and not only a korban, but a korban oila, where the entire korban is burnt on the Mizbeach, or Nekevais. When it comes to the female animals, the same process is done, but it can't reach the ultimate, ultimate level of being brought as a korban oila, rather Yemachur Tzorchizivchi Shalomim, it should be brought to those people who need to bring a korban Shalomim, which is half burnt on the Mizbeach and half eaten, Udmehen, and the money which they get from both the male and the female animals, Yipluim Sh'onachasun Venekabayis, falls with the rest of the possessions which he designated, that all goes to the Bedekabayis. So ultimately the exact same value which he designated to the Bedekabayis ends up going to the Bedekabayis, but at the same time, the animals end up on the Mizbeach as Karbonis. On the other hand, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says that when one designates an animal to the Beis HaMikdash, if that animal is fitting to be brought as a carbon, then his intention is assumed to be that he's designating it to be brought as a carbon. He's not designating it for Bedek Habayis, like the rest of his possessions which he is designating. Rather, he is designating it straight to be brought as a carbon. And therefore, you don't need to start selling it to other people and redeeming its sanctity onto money, etc., like we explained just now. Rather, Zacharim Atzwan Yekvu Oilois. The male animals themselves can be bought as Karbonos Oila, because that is what he designated them for. When Kavos, now when it comes to the female animals, according to Yeshua, one intends for his carbon, unless he specifies otherwise, when he designates an animal, he intends it to be bought as the ultimate, ultimate carbon, which is, as we learnt, a carbon Oila. However, a female animal cannot be bought as a carbon oila. So what should we do? This person intended that it be bought as the ultimate carbon, which means that he didn't designate it as the Bedek Habayis type of hectish, but rather as the carbon type of hectish. But at the same time, he didn't designate it as a carbon shalomim. He designated it as a carbon oila, but you can't bring it as a carbon oila because it's a female animal. So what should you do? It should be sold to those who need to bring a carbon shalomim, just like every an- female animal which is designated to the Beis HaMikdash. And the money which you get for that, you need to bring carbonous oila with that money, because you originally designated it to be bought as carbonous oila. And the rest of the property of that person which he designated to the Beis HaMikdash, which are not animals, they're not things which can be brought in the Mizbeach, they fall to Bedek as regular. Rabbi Akiva says, 
I see and I agree with the words of Rabbi Eliezer more than the words of Rabbi Yeshua. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer said the same thing for all of the animals. He equated his measure. Rabbi Eliezer said that this person's intention is assumed to be that he is designating it to the Bedek Habayis. Whereas Rabbi Yeshua Cholak, Rabbi Yeshua differentiated between animals and other possessions. But I, Rabbi Akiva, agree more with Rabbi Eliezer because if we're talking about what intention we assume somebody has, it makes much more sense to say that we assume that he has the same intention for all of the things which he designates. Alright, Omar Rabbi Papias. Rabbi Papias says, Shamati I heard like the words of both of them, meaning dependent on the scenario, in certain cases I would agree with Rabbi Eliezer, in certain cases I would agree with Rabbi Yeshua. Shahamatish Papirush, somebody who designates things to the base Hamikdosh and he specifies each item which he is designating. He says, my money, my watch, and my animals. So he specified what he is designating, and he didn't say where each thing is going in the Beit HaMikdosh. He didn't say if it's going to be for Bedek HaBayis or for a Korban. So in that case, I would say that the Haloch is like Rebeliezer, because he listed everything, and even so, he didn't differentiate between where he is designating this and where he is de- designating that. So we assume that each thing which he specified, he wants to go to the same place in the Beit HaMikdosh. And since the non-animals have to go to Bedek Habayis, so too the animals, the Hamakdish Stam. But somebody who designates things to the Beit Hamikdash without specifying each item. So in that case, he hasn't given any indication that he is equating this with that, and saying that I'm designating this, this, and this, all for the same thing. There's no indication of that. So in that case, because of Rabbi Yeshua, the words of Rabbi Yeshua make more sense, though we assume that when one designates animals to the Beis HaMikdash, he wants them to be used for the ultimate use, which is a carbon and even better, a carbon oiler. One who designates his possessions to the Beis HaMikdash, and among them were things which are fitting to be brought onto, onto the Mizbeach. For example, Yenois, wine, shamanim, oil, v'oifos, Birds, specifically doves, which can be bought as carbonus on the Mizbeach. Some Mishnais add the word slosos, flower, particular type of flower which can be used for flower offerings. Rabbi Loza and Rabbi Loza says, They should be sold to people who need that thing. And with that money, he should bring carbonus oila, because just like we learned in the previous couple of Mishnais, a carbon oila is considered the ultimate, ultimate use of the hektish. And Rabbi Loza actually learns out of a posuk that anything which is given over voluntarily to the Beis HaMikdash should ultimately be brought as a carbon oiler. And interestingly over here, it's not enough to bring the bird itself as a carbon oiler of a bird, because that is still not considered the ultimate carbon, because a carbon oiler of a larger animal is preferable to that and therefore it should be sold, and then using the money, a carbon oiler of a larger animal should be brought onto the Mizbeach as a carbon. And once again, the rest of the possessions which he designated to the Beis HaMikdash which cannot be bought as a carbon, the non-animal items and the non-wine, oil and flour, things which can be bought on the Mizbeach, those things go to the part of Hektash known as Bedek Habayis, which is used for the running of the Beis HaMikdash.